Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. You're listening to Star Wars Sessions with Matt Hudson and Luke Bly. This is where the fun begins. Good morning, afternoon or evening, wherever you are in the galaxy. And welcome to Star Wars Sessions, the show where Star Wars, nothing but Star Wars is the subject. My name is still Matt Hudson, a.k.a. Jabba the Hud. And joining me once more in the cockpit of the Essex Falcon is the greatest Star Wars fan, man and buddy out there. Apparently he's divisive. What he is, though, is a fine director. It's Brian Johnson himself. Oh, Brian Johnson. <laughs> and now, Matt, Matt, old buddy, old pal, Jabba the Hud, you absolute saucy king. Is that a first Bly pun that is outside of the actual Star Wars like, in-universe? Uh, I think it's the first official one. There's been ones dropped in and out of the show, though. Like um, Bob you Bliger, boy. for example. You, you naughty, cheeky <laughs> lad. Matt, how on earth are you, geezer? Mate, I'm good. I had a lovely weekend. Went back home to Woking to see the family. Went to get nice. some pumpkins with the kids yesterday. And and I'll, just for the Essex guys out there, I'm irrationally annoyed that we've now got a, a pub slash restaurant in Basildon called Burger Bratz. It's an awful name, and I want it to be called Grand Central again. That aside, how are you doing, mate? Yeah, dude, I noticed that. Ran that over. And for, for, for our listeners, Matt and I like work a few metres away from <laughs> each other, and uh, which is ridiculous. You couldn't make it up. Um, and, yeah, there's this like pub-slash-burger place. Um, that is an American-style restaurant. They've changed their name from Grand Central to Burger Bratz, and I'm not digging it. Burger I'm not Brat. digging their... I'm not digging their branding or nothing. But anyway, anyway, mate, listen, listen. This might just be one of the biggest weeks on the Star Wars calendar. (laughs) Isn't that right, Matt? Mate, you're spot on. Absolutely. This week, people, we're doing our classic little travel uh, time, time travel. Yep. <laughs> that was Yoda. Travel time. Travel time. Um, some classic, classic, classic bit of um, time travel trickery, podcast trickery. Um, because as of right now, when you lovely people are hearing this, you would have heard and seen the Rise of Skywalker full and final trailer. <laughs> Wait, now I can't even get. Get your head around this, people. If you want to listen to our reactions, okay? If you want to listen to our reactions, listen to our last show. That's right. This week, you have got two shows. This is episode 36. Go listen to episode 35. That's where we cover all of our reactions to the latest Rise of Skywalker episode 9 trailer. Um, now... We, as of right now, when we're recording, um, we're recording on a Monday, uh, British time, yeah. and we've not even seen the trailer yet. But we thought instead of just like merging into one show, we'd do, two, we'd, we'd give you lovely listeners two main shows. How about that? How about that? What a couple of, what, what a nice couple of guys. It means we can actually spend a bit more time just basically fangirling over the trailer. That's if it's any good, because it may be awful. Again, You've already seen and heard it now, guys, so you'll be able to tell if it is or not. But, um, yeah, we could have truncated it to sort of 15 minutes on this show and kind of thought, oh, we better be quick because you've got everything else. Or we'll do a little show for you, uh, a separate show, 
and give us your give give you our entire thoughts, episodes, fangirling, crying, squealing um, reactions to it, and just the teasers to the trailer have had me squealing and fangirling and all of that just to just five ten minutes ago. It's some of these yeah. images look incredible, mate. So come come like twelve hours time, I'm not sure how I'm going to cope, mate. Mate, I cannot flip in weight but nevertheless let's move away from our time travel trickery <laughs> and should, should we go on with the show master master hudson yeah i'd say so should we find out what's been happening in the galaxy mate mate better than that let's shoot the galactic breeze yes well first up should we uh should we mention this spicy little bit of news we have a new patron we want to shout out to and her name is laura also known as the Queen of Canada. She has joined at the Hello There tier. Uh, so thank you so much for that, Laura. We appreciate your support. We love your interactions on the socials. She's a big Raylo fan. She's a huge Star Wars fan. She's an absolute legend. So, uh, Laura, thank you so much for supporting the show uh, and contributing to, to our future endeavours. So thank you so much for that. Laura, you absolute Canadian queen it means the absolute world to us mate thank you so so much it's people like you that ensure the future of this brilliant geeky star warsy show so thank you so much and we certainly are good nerds so let's get off with the first bit of news we had a couple of bits of news today one of them we got a big one we might get into that a bit later on though first off we had tony gilroy the the dude who apparently saved rogue one in these reshoots and rewrites He's joined the Cassian Andor series to write the pilot and multiple episodes. Now, this is news, firstly, because we haven't really got anything about the Cassian Andor show. So it's nice to have a writer on board, especially one of the ilk and calibre of Tony Gilroy. But Tony mm. Gilroy, back in 2018, April 2018, the best part of a year and a half ago now, said these exact words. He, I don't have a plan to return to a galaxy far, far away. I've never been interested in Star Wars, ever. So I have had no reverence for it whatsoever. It doesn't appeal to me. Uh, and he said of making another Star Wars film. But I don't think Rogue One's really a Star Wars movie in many ways. To me, it's a Battle of Britain movie. So we've got a guy who openly said, you know, he didn't say he didn't like the franchise. He just said, you know, don't care for it. I don't hold it in lofty esteem. I'm not going to be coming back to it. Uh, well, a year and a half mm. later, he's back to it. Um, they must be paying him big bucks because his initial salary for Rogue One was 250k. Not to be sniffed at. But as he got more entrenched in the process, that went up to a, a reputed $5 million. So um, I'd imagine they're paying him quite well, uh, especially after saying I'm never coming back. Wow. But here he is. Maybe it could be because House of Cards, of which he was a writer on, is finished. His last few movies, The Negotiator and The Great Wall, they were average or just plain bad. Maybe Tony Gilroy wasn't in a position to play hardball and he needed a potential liftoff. Cassian Andor is going to get him a bit more exposure. Not that he needs it, because, I mean, he's done Michael Clayton. Great film. He wrote The Bourne Saga. He directed one of them as well. State of Play, Nightcrawler. He produced that. And he brings a certain brand, an a kind of action, espionage, thriller kind of brand, which I think is yeah. going to be a good fit for Cassian. But I just thought it was interesting, because the guy said, you know, no plans to come back to this galaxy far, far away, mate. But here he is. So uh, yeah. there you go. Yeah, I think this is good news. And I think the fact that this dude was, um, Tony, was involved in, in Rogue One so heavily mm -hmm. and reportedly, according to some sources, <laughs> saved Rogue One. Mm. 
you know, I think that's a great thing. And um, obviously, I don't think I think it's going to be long in the future till we ever figure out or discover what actually happened on the production of films like Rogue One, Solo, and even even The Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. But, you know, nevertheless, yeah, I, I think it's good news. And this guy is already familiar with Rogue One and Cassian yep. as an a, 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 as a character. And for everything that you've just said, you know, like the Bourne, the Bourne series, right? I mean, that is just like the perfect example of where Rogue One and really the Cassian series could go. Mm-hmm. You know, like you said, that espionage, um, kind of like, you know, gangster noir um mm. mix of spy series yeah. mixed with you know it, it could really work it could really yeah. work so yeah i think this is positive news and i don't think it's even necessarily a bad thing mm-hmm. that um he's not even a massive star wars fan you know famously there's there's quite a few people who get involved in franchises or stories that do great jobs um in in the production you know jj abrams is an example of that although not not on Star Wars, on Star Trek. Yeah, yeah. Right? He, he's quite famously come out and said, you know, I'm not massive um, Trekkie, right? Um, so I think that's that's a great sign. That worked out great for, for Star Wars. Yeah. Oh, Star Trek, sorry. And, and I know that's been received, you know, quite well from a lot of Star Trek fans. So, you know, it works. It works. Uh, so, yeah, I think this is great news, personally. Yeah, I suppose if you're not beholden to a franchise, you're also not beholden to the expectation so tony can go in or mr gilroy yes. can go in and say right i want to do this and not have to think oh were the fans like that or is that what i wanted when i was five years old and playing with the toys he can just go in and think right what's yeah. going to work for the story what's going to work for the character so i guess only, it's only a little bit of news and i know you've had your you've, you've obviously said some, some bits about the cassian show before now we've got a writer on board are you like any, like even 1% more interested in the show um, currently? A little bit more, just because I think it's an awesome move that someone who is so heavily involved in the uh, Rogue One is involved in the series. I think it makes a lot of sense, and I think it will be more consistent with, with the spin-off in itself, right? Yeah. So I think that's a great, that's a great shout. I mean, it's still, though, at the lowest of my <laughs> expectations when it comes to the series, yeah, right? That's fair enough. So Mandalorian and Obi-Wan clearly are, you know, above that mm-hmm. the, right now, right now. But, you know, I'm yet to be um, sold, sold on it completely. And, uh, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. You know, let's wait for a teaser trailer. Let's wait for some images and whatnot. You never know. Um, we might fall, or myself, I might fall in love with it. So let's let's see. Let's see, Matt. That's fair enough. And you mentioned streaming TV series. Any more news on any other streaming series coming up? Oh, <laughs> I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> it's none other. It's none other than the baddest boy in the West. <laughs> the Mandalorian. Air dates have been revealed, people. Although this isn't necessarily for the United Kingdom, as of right now, as Matt did so beautifully uh put in in a tweet earlier was that today matt or was that like the other day uh a couple of days ago this is when this this news actually dropped 
Right, 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 right. So, um, yeah, sarcastically, sarcastically, you were like, oh, yeah, episode one on The Mandalorian in the UK, early 2020. And then by like episode <laughs> six, it was like 20, 2021, 2022. Yeah, that's about right. Um, let's see on that one. All but in anyway, jest, of all in jest, of course. <laughs> the Mandalorian episode one, of course, launches with Disney Plus in the United States and all the other territories and places that absolute mugs get <laughs> on the same day. Um, episode one, November 12th or 12th of November, as we say in Britain. Um, and then episode two comes out the following Friday, which is also when Jedi Fallen Order oh, yes. comes out. Yeah, big, 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 big news. What a day. Um, but yeah, now what a day, right? What a day. And that is the 15th of November. Friday, the 15th of November is when episode two comes out. And then after that, we get it every Friday after that. So you're looking at 22nd of November, Friday, the 29th of November, Friday, the 6th of December, Friday, the 13th of December. And then, oh, wait, no. There is actually a little break in this sequence. In fact, we get the Mandalorian episode seven on a Wednesday. Now, why is that? And that, oh. just for the record, is the 18th of December. So they are pulling that one a cheeky bit forward. Two, why is that, Matt? Two days before the Rise of Skywalker premieres in the States. One day before it go. drops in the United Kingdom. There we go. So at least we get something early. <laughs> yeah. At least we get something early. You get to see it. Um, there we go. So, and then finally, the last episode of The Mandalorian will air on the 27th of December. Dude, like, the world cannot wait for The Mandalorian, can they? they like, this, this, this show just seems to be getting the right reactions, the right support. It's just, it, it feels to me like this, this show isn't getting much wrong. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it does. It's, it's, it's a momentum a beyond, isn't it? And I'm so glad. I am so glad they're releasing this weekly, you know. Just the the fact that they'll be able to build up, like, week by week, people will talk about it. Yeah. And it's like what we said a couple months ago, you know, like with Netflix dropping Stranger Things, like the whole of the season, uh, like at once, you know, I don't always think that's the best Mm -mm. way to market your show you know the 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 it's almost like the shelf life of of the show is a lot less people talk about it less you know whereas when when you release it weekly i think people are more engaged with your show so that's that's what i'm thinking i am absolutely buzzing for this now matt i've got a question for you mate go on mate have you seen, I don't want to go into it too deeply and I don't want to mention names or anything, mm-hmm. but there has been a Mandalorian like press release and there are certain people who have seen about 30 minutes of mixed footage of the Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen any reactions to that? I have, mate. I have. You have. The, okay. the, uh, have you seen them or heard yeah, of? Yeah, I've seen them. I've you... seen it. I've yeah. seen them. You, you want to take this one? You want to, you want to mention this? Mate, well, we're, gonna, we're both going to be saying the same thing about that. The reactions are basically saying, people are saying incredible things about the Mando, but it's not like overblown hyperbole and people gushing. It, they are, they're um, praising the Mandalorian himself, like the main, the main characters, but it's the vibe, the atmosphere, the tone that they are um, praising. And like and one, one of the guys, uh, forgive me, I can't remember who it was now, said, I don't even like Star Wars, but God damn, this looks incredible. People are, people are loving how it feels as a series, not just the fact that it's Star Wars or it has um, a guy who looks like Boba Fett in it, 
but they're loving you know the characterization of it how it feels how it flows the vibe it gives that I can yeah. not wait and that's what I that's what I picked up on that is just how many how many people weren't just saying you know it's great because it's Star Wars there were re- good yes. reasons why and uh, there will be people out there who don't like it of course there will but everything we're seeing so far mate is just make I, I don't think the hype train can get any faster for me yeah this this is looking good this is looking good and like you said there are people that aren't even like huge star wars fans that are going crazy over this but also there's a lot of star wars fans um that are saying yeah this is this is really good and this is everything i wanted out of a star wars television show and after all this a, a star wars tv show a live action star wars tv show um, has kind of been on the list for ages. You know, yeah. George Lucas was developing the Star Wars Underworld show yeah. like a decade ago, right? Yeah, I mean, it, this is just, it, it's crazy that actually now in only a couple of weeks, we're, we are going to be the first people that's to, to, to see that the first time around when it comes out. And yeah, I, I think it, it, like we're saying, almost every show now, it's such a, fantastic time to be a star wars fan it really really is so i am absolutely buzzing for the mandalorian hashtag cheeky mandos for the lads yeah and another quick thing about that mate people also say how good it looks like visually it looks like a film but do you know what looking at that list of dates tuesday for the first one fine so you know hypothetically let's say we get to watch this so i would very much like to they come out on a friday which for us is just smoking because that means we can watch it and come the Monday recording, we can, you know, spoilers, non-spoilers, however it may be, we can react to it for with you guys. So it's not because we, we were speaking beforehand. Oh, what happens if it comes out on a Monday? How are we how are we going to incorporate it into the show? Because we wanna we wanna join in with you guys. We want you guys to be part of the conversation with us. But coming out on a Friday, perfect, mate. And season two is already in production. Carl Weathers is um, confirmed to be directing an episode. He's playing Grief Karga. Um, John Favreau's directing some as well, so it's quite nice to know that whilst season one is now what three weeks away, season two is already in production. And honestly, I keep I keep saying it, it, it may change by the time I've seen the trailer for the Rise of Skywalker. But my hope for the Mandalorian is off the charts, man. At the minute, it's I cannot wait, mate. This is just so spicy and filth. And amazing and groovy all at the groovy. same time, mate. <laughs> mate. All at the same time. Oh, mate. Well, let's see what else has gone. Elsewhere, a couple of little snippets in. We had a, a sweet new image of Zori Bliss was revealed. Um, Love it. That was Love wicked. It. Star Wars Allegiance 2 and Star Wars Resistance Episode 2 dropped. Disney struck a deal with Tencent in China to get some literature out there and have, interestingly, original content solely for the Chinese market. Uh, canon content. Uh, Joel Edgerton has basically said he's in the Kenobi series in is not quite so many words. And this is a bit of fun. AMC Theatres stateside have announced a 27-hour marathon of the Star Wars <sighs> movies that's going to end with The Rise of Skywalker. Over here in the UK, wow. Odeon, they're just doing the three films for the sequel trilogy. But if you were 27 hours free, would you? I'm not sure I, I mean... could. I, think I, mean, I, I don't think I could. By man, the time like... it starts. Yeah, I don't think I could. Maybe like you could just schedule little naps, take some earphones in, like have a little nap during the cheesy scenes during Attack of the Clones. <laughs> um, you know, I, I yeah, but no, I am a man who likes to. I like my sleep. Okay, <laughs> so 
Like, I don't even go to the midnight viewings or anything like that. I know, like, like Isaac Pevy, you know, amazing listener, patron, and design legend who designed, might I say, that probably the sexiest Star Wars, like, flipping graphic ever invented. I'm on that. Um, he, he's a midnighter, right? So he, he'll go and see, like, the midnight shines. And I'm just like, I just won't be able to sit through it. I am more than happy to like just put my like stay off the internet for the day yep. and go with all the mandems on um like the usual people I go see on, on the Friday like like for me that's been like it, it feels like a family tradition mm-hmm. so I'm more than excited for that 27 hours so bit steep bit steep yep. now Matt that little cheeky image of Zori Bliss holding that super magical little coin thing <laughs> that was interesting wasn't it because because it looks like and I don't want to I don't want to make this into like a big thing or something it needs, it, that it doesn't need to be that the whole internet's been talking about it and it seems pretty obvious that this coin thing she's holding or whatever the hell it is it, it looks like a little the maybe circular like USB floppy disk thing <laughs> um, it seems like it might plug into the back of C three PO's head it does doesn't it you yeah. know so we know that Zori's and the thieves quarter on it's not kajimi it is kajimi yeah kajimi yeah um (laughs) so the thing she's on that and and we know little boy is there isn't it little little legend so and c3po is gonna be there you know with the red eyes and stuff and he's like master with computers he puts the flipping coin in him and oh my days look C-3PO's memories have come back from the prequels or something, and here's some vital memory that we need to beat Palpatine or something like that. Mm. You know, that's the way I see it going. But there we go. That's it. That's it from me. Um, Everything else, mate, I'm just... I feel overwhelmed by the Star Wars content and juice and spice we got at the moment, man. We're swimming in spice. Yeah, that sorry, Bliss image was ace. It's just nice to see uh, her costume... The helmet looks great. It reminded me a lot of Attack of the Clones. Because um, yeah. visually, it looks like that yeah. Zan Wessel shapeshifting character. Mm-hmm. Question about that. Why aren't shapeshifters used more often in Star Wars? That's a question for other people out there. Why, they're such a big, why, why don't the Resistance just get a lot of shapeshifters? Um, yeah, I love the image. And yeah, that, that coin's going in the back of 3PO's bonce, basically. There's a, a toy kind of showed that you can take his back of his loaf off and you can put it in there. So uh, speculate responsibly and all that. But it looks like... That's what it's going to be. And as for the the canon junkie here, Star Wars Allegiance 2 came out. I was a big fan of uh, of issue one. Issue two, issue two was fine. I thought I thought it was okay. I, I didn't I didn't think it moved with the same you know bounce as the first one. It's still okay though. And Star Wars Resistance 2, on the other hand, uh, episode two, I thought it was, oh that was great. I thought it was really good. Whereas the first episode I thought was a bit wishy washy. This one was great. It's in the trailers. The, guy, the the team end up at Dakar, you know, hours or so after the Resistance have evacuated at the beginning of The Last Jedi. So that dreadnought which Poe takes down, that the, the remains of that are there and they have to infiltrate that to get something. We get to see the Aces finally in action, which is, you know, the, the crack pilots of the uh, Colossus. We thought we were going to get them actually in the show a bit more. But we get to see, and that's basically a great space battle between the First Order and the, the Aces. Really good, actually. So hopefully episode three will be just as good. It comes out today, uh, sorry, yesterday in the time of recording. I haven't seen it yet. So I uh, like that. And Joel Edgerton basically said, he was asked on the uh, Josh Horowitz Happy Sad podcast, are you in Kenobi? And he said, I feel like there's an assassin on the roof waiting to shoot me if I say anything. 
So he's basically said he is. So mm. nothing particularly major there. But in terms of the news, like Luke said, we are swimming in news at the minute. And do you know what? Some people have said it's too much. Me, we've all lived through the barren times in terms of Star Wars. Just give up, give give us all you can at the minute. I I love it all at the minute. So as long as it doesn't get too 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 much, but at the minute, you know, I'm keeping my head above water and I'm loving everything that's coming. Hi, this is Jamie Stangroom. You're listening to the Star Wars Session podcast, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. Talking about news, we mentioned that there was one big bit of news that came out. It was, whilst talking to Entertainment Weekly, J.J. Abrams, he promised a cohesive ending to the Skywalker saga. So obviously the rise of Skywalker is going to be tying up an awful awful lot of things. So we're wondering, what saga elements should J.J. tie up in the rise of Skywalker? And what elements could he tie up? So basically he's got, he said, J.J., that for the whole nine film saga... He's done everything he can to close off as many loose ends as possible. And let's face it, there's quite a lot. So basically, we just wanted to have a little chat about what kind of things do we reckon he has tied up from the sequel trilogy and the uh, saga as a whole. So uh, do you want to start with any of the things you wanted to say, Alpine? Yeah, like for, for me, it has to be the first thing I've got to mention, mate, is that flipping connection. Mm-hmm. That flipping like four Skype yeah. between between Ben Solo and Ray, mm-hmm. between Kylo and Ray, because the connection's still there. It's not just Snoke in the Last Jedi. Um, Snoke makes out like, yeah, you know, I made that connection between you two. No, you didn't. <laughs> no, you oh, didn't. That. You liar. You filthy liar. Um, <laughs> because we, and, and we know well. Hey, this is the way I'm interpreting it. That at the end of the Last Jedi, Ray and Kylo are still connected because Kylo looks above. They, they infiltrate the the, the base mm-hmm. on Crate, and uh, Kylo looks up and he can sense that Ray's nearby. He can sense that Ray's Ray's like super close, and like that, it seems obvious. It seems obvious that that they're still connected. So Snoke was just lying about that. But why are they connected? Why is the Force connecting them? I want to know. I, I want to know that. That is a big mystery that I find super interesting, and it's one of my favorite bits of the Last Jedi. And again, thinking about Episode Eight, especially leading up to Episode Nine. Dare I say, you know, Force Skype is one of my favorite moments, not just in the sequel trilogy. But in the whole saga, wow. again, I think it's fascinating. I think it's fascinating. Mm-hmm. No. I think it's absolutely fascinating. That's fair enough. No, I agree. I love the way that they actually portrayed it with the um, with the sound, like the vroom, as it happened, and the kind of like otherworldly mm. effect they had in their voices and the eye lines and the, the perfect. I believe that they were both present, Daisy Ridley and Adam Driver on 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 each other's set as they were filming that, so their eye yeah. line was perfect and. Ryan Johnson, it's fantastic how he did that. That's a good point, actually. I hadn't considered the Force Skype because, yeah, at the end of The Last Jedi, I mentioned this on the Patreon Jibber Jabber show, but Jeray closes the door of the Falcon when they're looking at each other via the Force Skype. And she kind of closes that yeah. door on him. And does that mean that she's figuratively and literally, literally closing the door on him and their connection and whatever could be between them or not, whatever. Mm-hmm. But you can tell that mm-hmm. by the end of it, it's still there. 
how I mean how has that developed over the year that's passed between Jedi and the rise of Skywalker? It's interesting to see how JJ is going to use it because obviously he didn't come up with the idea or whether he's going to use it. But surely, surely JJ just can't not use it. He's going to use yeah. it. He's going to use it, right? And I mean, Ray, uh, I'm Ray. I mean, Daisy Ridley, Daisy Rayleigh, Ridley, Daisy yeah. um, Ridley, <laughs> just come out. There we go. There we go. Um, She just came out and was like, oh, yeah, the the whole Raylo thing, quote unquote Raylo thing, Mm -hmm. um, definitely gets addressed in episode nine. And for me, it's kind of obvious that it's going to be. So, but but that's, yeah, how? How? Why are they connected? What's the big deal? Why her? Why her out of all people? And again, for me, I think it's all to do with this balance thing. Mm-hmm. I think that she, she, it, Kylo or Ben Solo and Ray will somehow balance the force. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's kind of that's kind of what I'm thinking. But yeah, what about you, Matt? What about you? Um, your turn. Your move. <laughs> your your move. Um, <laughs> spring the trap. My f- uh, first one I have was quite. It's, it's obvious. It's like one of the obvious ones. It's in the title. Who? Or what is the Skywalker that's rising? Because I'm convinced now. I'm literally convinced that even though I've said previously that I wasn't keen on the idea, it doesn't mean I'm still keen on it. But I'm convinced that the Skywalker is going to be a new group faction, like Alab, like the Jedi, basically, like Jedi. Because and it's just the rhyming of the final movies in the trilogy. That's what nails it for me. I think JJ's basically going to take yeah. that um, convention. You've had Revenge of the Sith. Return of the Jedi and the Rise of Skywalker. It it, it fits too nice, fits too neatly to not be. And I think JJ is going to use that poetry. So I think at some point during the Rise of Skywalker, whether it's going to be at the end, I think it's going to be, you know, we are all Skywalkers or come and join me one and all. We are Skywalkers or whatever. That's what I'm, I'm convinced that's what it's going to be. But if it's not, who is the Skywalker that's rising? Will it be Anakin? And are rising from the other world. Will it be Luke? Will it be um, Ben Solo? Of course, he is still half Skywalker if you were on his mother's side. So, you know, who who is the Skywalker that's going to rise? Or what is it? Is it going to be that faction? I'm convinced they are going to be like a new Jedi or an offshoot subsidiary, if you will. Uh, imprint going to be called, you know, the Skywalker. But what about you? What are you thinking about the rise? I think it... I- I'm totally in agreement, man, and it, and I'm kind of on the same page, but from maybe a different perspective, mm-hmm. I guess. This is cheating a little bit because then I'm going to mention my next point. Go on. Um, because I have okay. a feeling it's it means multiple things. I think you're spot on with the rhyming thing. Mm-hmm. You know, Revenge of the Sith, Return of the Jedi. The rise of Skywalker. Yeah, it seems too obvious. Those are, yeah, but maybe it is too obvious. Yeah. Maybe it's bigger than that, right? Like Luke said, it's so much bigger. Maybe it is just so much bigger than that. Maybe it is not just an organization and a sect. Maybe it is this huge thing that we can't even comprehend yet. Mm-hmm. Now, you mentioned about the rising of Skywalker and I do really think it can mean many things. And one of those things that I am hoping it means, but I'm not setting my heart on it is Anakin, Anakin Skywalker. 
I think I think Anakin will be present in the film somehow. I, now, I, and I don't know if it is going to be physical or literal or not. Obviously, way back when, a few months ago, our boy, our patron, our legend, our loyal, absolute top geezer, Danny Sexton, whoop, he gave us the lowdown that basically Hayden Christensen's been spending a lot of time in the UK, right, mm-hmm. for, for seemingly a random reason. For more than just fish and chips. That's it. I think he's involved in the episode nine production somehow. And, uh, but let's see. Let's see. The, the, the issue is it's not being confirmed and there's no way it can be confirmed. And I, I doubt yeah. it's going to be in a trailer. So that's one of those things that I'm kind of, I, I kind of think about every now and then. And then I kind of put to the back of my mind because I don't want it to be, I don't, I don't want to go into this film thinking, yeah, I'm going to see Hayden Christensen. I'm going to see Anakin Skywalker. But hey, like you said the other day, man, like I, I did not go into The Last Jedi thinking we're going to get Yoda. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, last week we did a whole flipping episode over Luke and Yoda in The Last Jedi. And it was like sweet. It was perfect. Was great. So that's 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 my that's my thought, man. Like it it it's it really it really is a hard one. Like think thinking about this film, the potential of this film is just it's it's flipping sky high. It's it sky is. high. And Jodie's going to wrap up the saga. And I've mentioned before, if you bring and other people, if you bring in Palpatine back, it almost seems folly. Not to bring Anakin back because the two are, mm-hmm. are, you know, you can't. They're definitive. They are intertwined. They are. They almost come as a one, almost. And if Palpatine's rising again, it almost seems right to have Anakin rising again. And I wouldn't. Uh, uh, I mean, we're talking about trailers. I wouldn't be surprised if we heard Anakin in the trailer right at the very end. I wouldn't be surprised. You know, I'm not going to say it never happened, but we've had. Dark Ray, we've had Palpatine cackling. We don't have to one up every trailer, and I'm, you know, in a way, I hope that they don't keep trying to do big reveals in every trailer because otherwise it gets a bit ho hum. But if they, the only thing I could think that could top what they've done so far is some sort of Anakin appearance, which is something that they haven't done. Of course, having Palpatine there would blow everyone's mm-hmm. mind, but we know he's in the film. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to do mm-hmm. it in the trailer if he's even in the film, but I'd love that. However, no, yeah, I. I still hold out that Hayden Christensen slash Anakin will be in a film somehow, even if it is just a voice coming through um, Darth Vader's child helmet or, or or in Ben Solo's mind or something. But or Ray or Luke, I don't know. But I, I I still hold out hope he'd be in there, and it makes sense for him to rise to meet the um, meet the power of Palpatine. But then does that kind of negate Ben Solo and Ray's story? Yeah. There's so many possibilities, yeah, like you said. Oh, there's there's so much, man. And and now you've you've only gone and blinking mentioned Palpatine, haven't you? <laughs> Sorry, mate. Well, that's an you, obvious enough one, isn't it? You naughty sausage! Like what? <laughs> like how? I still this is. Don't you find it amazing how? I don't even. I do not even know. How Palpatine's gonna be in this in this no film? No idea. Daisy Ridley chapter. says it makes sense, and I trust Daisy. And it does. It does make sense, right? From especially because they keep talking about one to nine, mm-hmm. and you think about you, you know the Phantom Menace 
is is the emperor is palpatine it was palpatine this whole time yeah. <laughs> uh and that's episode and that's episode one you know all of this is because of palpatine and who know oh, i don't know i don't, I don't know, know. I bring him I back satisfyingly that doesn't but, uh, take away from return of the jedi well uh, yeah i think they can do it and i think there's a way to explain it mm-hmm. um and there is a way i think with star wars and, and this sort of mythology i think there's always a way to 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 look at the bigger picture and if Palpatine's back and Anakin also is back to counter that, that, that good and bad, that scale, yep. you know, who's to say Anakin finally does something from beyond? And that is fulfilling the prophecy of the chosen one. Right, true. Um, right. We don't know. We don't know. But I, I listen, I cannot wait. And, and the fact that people keep talking about conclusion and tying things up, it, I'm 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 happy about that. I'm happy about that. But then again, you know, I guess they wouldn't be saying anything else, right? And that's the only other thing they would they wouldn't be coming out and being like, "Yeah, it's a great, fun adventure, fun Western style adventure." You guys are going to love it. You know, if they were saying that, I'd be like, uh, "Not really giving much away." Okay, yeah, that'd yeah. be random. But yeah, no, then they're, they're not they're not giving much away uh, at all. But that is definitely the Palpatine thing is probably. At the top of my list of like what's happened, what's what? Why is he back? And and I want that answered. And like I've said, I think it's something to do with Snoke as well. I think it's something to do with Snoke. That's the one thing that, that worries me. Not Snoke, but how do they bring him back in a that... way that doesn't make you think, "Oh no!" Because the one thing you or I or any of the listeners, I imagine, don't want is to be. In the multiplex, in the cinema with our popcorn, you know, what drooling at the screen. And then they say, you know, Palpatine, that was just a clone or something, or or Palpatine, blah, blah, blah. It's really kind of, quite frankly, naff way to sustain him or keep him alive. I can't, I'm not a screenwriter. I'm not J.J. Abrams. I'm not Chris Terrio, Kathleen Kennedy, anyone else. I don't know how they can bring him back, which doesn't make what Anakin Skywalker did in The Return of the Jedi a bit cheapened and i know that is you know big talk that's fairly general because there's plenty of ways they can do it which is when i which is why i say the only way to not negate what anakin did was to bring him back to finish a job almost but i just know why because if they say oh he used a force to sustain himself because i mean darth maul did that and he cut him when he's cut in half so if maul can do it palps can do it a hundred times over but you know he was thrown down a reactor core and then the death star blew up so i mean unless he can piece himself back together again i'm not sure but I just don't know how they can do this, and it's the, it's my biggest. Like you, I'm so I'm so excited to find out what they've done, what they've done with it, but it's the one thing mm. that I'm most apprehensive about because if they get it wrong, if it really clangs, then it could you know derail the main part of the story and the saga if they if they're hanging their yeah. hat on this. Yeah, and I I get that, and I think most of the Star Wars community and fandom get that, but. Listen, you know, these people keep saying this is the ninth film and this this ties in the whole Skywalker saga. Mm-hmm. If they're not aware of that, I'd be surprised. You know, if they have not the, had the conversation, you know, probably years ago. Yeah, yeah. No, not probably. Definitely years ago. Mm-hmm. 
the same conversation we are having right now, right? How do you bring Palpatine back in such a way that it doesn't affect um, Anakin's uh, sacrifice in Return of the Jedi? Um, and the fact that, you know, Kathleen Kennedy has come out and said, well, yeah, this has actually been in the plan since before Episode Seven's production. Who's to say, Matt, that, that, the, that this idea, this concept didn't come from um, George Lucas's original scripts Mate, you that he sent over to Disney. Right? There's, there's, there, there, there is a strong chance because the sequel trilogy is borrowed like from George's original scripts more than people realise. Yeah, yeah. You know, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't go down George's route because George's route was crazy, like about the <laughs> midichlorians and like the journal, the wills and stuff. Um, and a bunch of like overly complicated stuff, but you know wh- how do how do we not know that that they've they've borrowed something from from George and it like it just totally makes sense everything clicks. I'm still convinced this sequel trilogy is about balance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's about those scales, balancing those scales. Did you see on Instagram? Um, you know Freddie Prince Jr. who obviously did Kanan's yeah. voice. You know, like not '90s icon. And um, and f- Fred in Scooby Doo. Yeah. <laughs> um, he he was on a podcast, uh, and you'll have to forgive me. I forgot which one it was, but he guessed. Um, he was a guest on a podcast, and he just went in he went, on I, like the sequel trial. You've seen it. Yeah. Oh yeah. It. He went bonkers. Right. But well said. You know, in a in a rampaging way. Yeah, and it was. And basically what he talks about is all about balance. And and, and he was like, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to go into it too much because I, I, I don't think it's appropriate for us to just like talk about that as the main topic mm-hmm. um, because we're talking about something else. Uh, but you know what I mean? So I think this is more to do with balance than anything. And what if this t- the scales were tipped in such a way that it just brought Palpatine back? I don't know. I don't know. I, well, I was going to say to you before I go on to my next kind of should he should he do it was actually going to say we know George has been involved in some way, shape, or form with the rise of Skywalker, whether that's just popping in to say hello, have a cup of coffee, or to maybe you know have a look at the script and say eh, nah. Do you reckon mm. he could have popped in because on production? Do you think JJ could have picked or care Kathleen, but more JJ picked up the phone and said George? How how would you bring Palpatine back? How do we do it? How can we collaborate together and do this so it fits into the overall saga which you created and I'm, you know, taking on with Ryan? Do you think there could have been a phone call there? Yeah. Yeah. I do. I do. And I think um I I definitely think this is a Lucas original idea and concept. And um they're bringing him like as as a what are they what is he? A creative um, advisor, or they could call like him that. a creative advisor, or I mean, he wouldn't be an executive producer or consultant. anything like that. So, consultant, yeah, he, he's yeah, he's a creative consultant. And, um, I, I know I, I, as far as I'm aware, he's going to be credited as, as such on um, episode nine. I don't even, he, I, I, I assume he probably was on episode seven and eight. I'm not, they, 100% he was credited sure. as creating the characters, right? Okay, so there we go, there we go. But I, I, I. Yeah, I think that's a rabbit hole that. Yeah, hey, let's see about the trailer. We might be talking about this, and we're, like, it might be so much more obvious. 
That, Do you know what I mean? We're talking about all of this, but like the trailer that we would have seen by now, mm-hmm. by by this episode's release, might I completely changed this, and people listening might be like, "Oh, these absolute muppets! What are they going on about?" But it's so. exciting to see where our minds were. I guess the next one for me, yeah, the exactly, big one for me, other than Palps, but the big one for me is Ray. You know, not mm-hmm. who is Ray, not who are her parents, but who is Ray? Why was she mm. left on Jakku? And her powers, you know, they've obviously... Obviously, she's extremely strong in the Force. Anyone who watched The Last Jedi would realise that, actually, she had a, she didn't really do much right in The Last Jedi up until the end. So let's quash that in the bud right now. And even in The Force Awakens, she got captured a lot and um, wasn't really great with her powers. And in and in the canon, like the novels, and the, sorry, the book, the comic, sorry, she's struggling with the Force. She doesn't know how to use it. She's trying to use it on objects and it isn't working. So we saw it at the end of The Last Jedi... But it's not something that comes naturally to it. It seems to come in kind of like fits and starts or with like massive sort of forced surges. So who is Rey? Why was she left in Jakku? And, you know, how is she so powerful? I don't believe for a minute mm. that she's got anything to do with Luke Skywalker because Luke may have been, may have gone to Octo to die, but his brains haven't died. He would have recognised and thought, you look quite familiar. You look like, you know, your mother or me, for example, or, or even though he's closed himself off in the Force. He opened himself up to it eventually. He would have just thought, oh, that's my kid. Because, you know, Vader couldn't sense mm. Leia in A New Hope or from any of the films apart from Jedi. So we know that familial force connection doesn't always mean anything. But Good point. Um, Good point. I don't think she's got anything to do with Luke Skywalker. I think that's been nipped in the bud. I do think she is Rey from, you know, she's a nobody, which I quite like that. But who, why, you know, why was she just dumped on Jakku? Why did who, whoever her parents may have been, you know, why did they just dump her on that part of Jakku? You know, what what's the story with Ray? That's what I want to know. You know, even even kind of leaving Ben Solo to one side and all that. It's just because I know you love the character of Ray, and so do I. I really, really love that character. But you know, we haven't really dived into her character all that much. We know that we know that she was um, on Jakku. She's a scavenger, and she has force abilities. You know, quite wild. But that's all we know about yeah. her, really. The last Jedi told us that she didn't have a lineage as such, but that's all we know about her. Other than that, she's quite a close book. Ben Solo, we've, we, his character's been developed a lot more. You know, other characters like Finn and Poe, we don't we don't know much about them. But then, you know, F- F- Poe's a fighter pilot, and Finn was a stormtrooper. You know, he was conditioned since birth. You know, that's his backstory. Finn is a, a Poe is an ace pilot. Fine, that's all I need to know about him. Ray, though, we don't know anything really about her. Other than again. Things like the Ray Scavenger Journals or whatever it's called, it gives some insight. But again, this is diving into expanded canon. So for people who are just watching the films, there's not much we we know about Ray. So I want to know who is Ray, why Ray as well, because I love the character. Yeah, so. totally. And it's totally. JJ's creation, of course. Let's not forget. So I can't wait to see what he does with her character as well, because you don't know what her end game's going to be. Yeah, you're right. I. I... I completely echo that, buddy. Like you're spot on now, and I I am really keen to find out what Ray's all about. I I, and I think it could be a, I I think it could be a multitude of things. It could be a mix of different things. I think she could be something to do with Palpatine and the Emperor. Mm -hmm. Um, But also, you know, I think it could be that she is just a nobody, Mm -hmm. and or maybe she was just chosen by the force. Maybe she is just this tool that is being used to balance the force properly. You know, there's, there's so many different things that could happen with this film, which is why 
I'm genuinely, genuinely like buzzing for this. <laughs> I am buzzing for this. Like I can I cannot wait for this. But I also think this this film isn't just about her and her her on her own and her story and her journey. It's about her and Kylo. And that's why I started off this conversation with like Ray and Kylo's force guy. Yeah. Right. It's because this 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 trilogy seems to be about duality. It seems to be about Ben Solo and this girl. You know, why are they connected? What makes them so special? Why is their connection so important? Why does the universe and why does the force push these two together? That's what I want to know. It's a really interesting point because yeah, the more you think about it, the the, the more you realise yeah that it is about you. I mean, it's, you've mentioned it before and it is there, but do you know what I also want to know? Find out is we're talking duality. We're talking about um, Ray and Kylo slash Ben. I'm interested to know what their screen time is. You know, in the Force Awakens and the Last mm. Jedi. So, how long was Ray on for? How long was Kylo on for in those two films? To see how much that adds up. To see just how much. Uh, if they're getting extremely similar screen time or if we're focusing more on one or the other. Because I feel like Carlo got more in The Last Jedi, but Ray potentially got more in The Force Awakens, I think. So, um, yeah, I mean, there's also Ben Solo. They've got yeah, to wrap up or tie up Ben Solo because is he going to be redeemed? Are we going to get Ben Demption? Or, you know, what, what about killing his father? The story of his mother? And, of course, of course Ray. What are the what do people think about him being supreme leader? Is he going to live or die? Ben Solo mm. and slash Kylo Ren has also got an arc that you know in terms of these three films that's got to be tied up, and that's a huge arc because duality. He's the you know prime antagonist, depending on from a certain point of view. He is the bad guy, but they, JJ set him up. You've got to, you've got to end him somehow for good or bad. So how yeah. how JJ approaches Ben Solo? Because so far I think he's been the best character in the sequel trilogy. So I'm interested to see if that carries on. Yeah. I honestly, Kylo Ren, Ben Solo, is probably my one of my favourite characters ever at the moment. So I'm buzzing to see how this this ends. Mate, what about the Knights of Ren? Oh mate, don't even get me started on them boys. Them ledgers. Don't yeah. even get me started on them boys. There's there's too much, mate. There's too much that I'm wondering about and questioning and I mean, we've not even sp- we've not even said that. Apparently, like the the runtime for the Rise of Skywalker is like 155 minutes, right? Yeah, that's two, that's what that's what, yeah. Two hours that, that's, thirty-five. Yeah. Two hours thirty-five. Yeah, that's that's word on the hood, right? That <laughs> is word on the hood, and and um, I I think there's going to be a lot of elements to this film, and I think our boys, the Knights of Ren. I think they're going to be playing a, a big bit of it. I don't think they're going to be as like unimportant as the Praetorian guards, although they, you know, they were important for the sake of the story in the last Jedi. Mm. Um, but I think there's more to those guys than we realize. The fact that all of their action figures are um, unnamed. Um, and yet we have been told that they all have names. Do you know what I mean? Just stuff like that. It's like, well, why, the aren't, why aren't the figures' names then? Yeah, why why aren't they named? Even though they have names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. It, what's that about? Why? Why is that? 
Well, we don't, so and that's, don't know what they look like because they're, in, they're apparently uh, quote unquote encased within their armor. So we don't know anything about them. No, no, I'm I'm done, mate. This is just like I <laughs> I cannot again. Maybe I, in, by the time of this trailer, maybe by the, we've seen this trailer, like we might know more about our boys, the Wrens, um, the Wren family. But I. Yeah, the Wren family, um, <laughs> the Knights of Stimpy. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I oh, I man. cannot I cannot wait to see those boys. But yeah, there 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 is a lot to answer. But if you put it down on paper, I think it's doable. Okay, I think it's doable. Did you have any more key points? <sighs> I'll be honest. I don't think I do. I'll be honest. Like I think I think we've hit them. Like the it's for me. It's Ray, Kylo, Palpatine. And the Skywalker family, so I'm including like Anakin and Luke in that as well as Leia. Yep. Um, What's Leia's fate going to be? Right, right. I, I don't think she's going to die. I think she's going to survive and be like in the background, all happy and being like a awesome, like beautiful looking leader. But do they write her out yeah, in the canon? No. How do they write her out of the story? No, they don't. They don't need to write her out. They don't need to write her out. I mean, she I just, mean, going forward just, in the she lives in the timeline, if you will. No, no, no. That's it. Once, once episode nine is done, that's it. It's done. I think I, I don't think we're going to get any more. Uh, I, well, if we do, I don't think it will matter much because once episode nine's done, that the, the 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 universe has been like balanced and justice has been brought to the world in in some form, um, and and Leia can live happily ever after and and die peacefully. That's that's how I honestly see it going. They're going to give Leia. Like a, a a better sending off than than Carrie Fisher in real life. That's mm. how I how I see it. That's an interesting way uh, to put it. That's fair enough. Yeah, I, and and I don't think it needs to be done. No, no yeah, I, yeah. That nothing else needs to be done for for her character, in my opinion. But hey, I might be proved completely wrong. That's fair enough. Mate. What about Snoke? Do you think we're going to find anything about Snoke in this film? Where he came from? Who he is? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I'm like I said. I think he's tied to Palpatine, mate. I I genuinely think he he is something to do with Palpatine. Like a puppet. And do you think Palps was a puppet master, or the other way around? No, I think I think he's Darth Plagueis. Nice, maybe. And I, and I, and I think they I think they like take turns resurrecting <laughs> each other or something like that. I'm, I'm probably completely wrong, but I think there's more to Snoke than we realise. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree, mate. And, There's uh, just so much, mate. There's so much, man. The last one I had, mate, was: Do you reckon we'll ever find out how Maz Kanata got Luke's lightsaber? Oh, I forgot about that. A good oh. question for another time, oh. JJ. You're back, boy. You're back, buddy. Old pal, old bean, old chum. What, what say you? I'm fifty-fifty on that one, mate. It's a good one, mate. <laughs> I'm fifty. I'm yeah. I'm. I'm 50-50 on that one. I see that's the kind of thing that put into like a flipping book or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Or comic book. <laughs> yeah, will <laughs> be like good question. Good question. They'll like bring out a comic series called Good Questions for another time. <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars. Um I don't know. I think it I think if it is addressed there'll be a passing comment. Yep. I think so. Um but one one thing I about just on that, I I do think it's funny that um, Kylo seems to know about the saber. Like, why would he know about that? 
That's true, yeah, because Luke had his hand you know, cut off and it just flew into Bespin, into Cloud City, into like the yeah. gap. So yeah, why, why, why? What makes this saber? I know it's Anakin's saber. What makes it so fabled that Kylo would just yeah. know about it? Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. So that's what. I, that's so. I think it was like already recovered somehow. So I think, um, yeah, passing comment, a passing comment, possibly. Um, but if it, if it takes away from the story and it's kind of like, you know, whoever says it kind of like looks at the screen and winks, <laughs> that's how the, that's how we got the saber wink. <laughs> Mascarata <laughs> comes back just to nah, say that. <laughs> I'd, I, I'd, I'd rather not. Um, but yeah, what, what's it come down to, mate? What, what magical word does it all, all come down to? Get your, get your shot glasses ready, guys. Execution. Execution. again. Yeah, it does, mate. You're right. Yeah, and that's that. That comes down to all everything we've mentioned. I mean, where's Lando been? They can they can write that off with a quick line. I guess the only other big one is the Jedi Order. Race the last Jedi. You know what's going to happen about that? Is she is is she going to end the order? Are we going to have a new a new Jedi Order? So. That's, I guess, the other big thing. But the more we've spoken about this, actually, the more you realise, actually, there's quite a lot that potentially could slash needs to be slash should be tied up. And we, and two and a half hours is a long time. But, I mean, obviously, again, this is all conjecture yeah. and speculation, but there's an awful, plus, awful lot. Plus, we've got the new characters which are going to be in, integrated. So, I mean, JJ's got a tough task on his hands, I think, trying to get this all weaved together. But I, I have faith in him. Yeah, I I have faith in the whole team, and they seem confident. The actors seem confident. JJ seems confident. Like, br- bring on the trailers, mate. Bring on the trailers. I'm I'm just in this for the ride, and I'm gonna flip in, enjoy it. All over that. the ride of Blywalker, and uh, so the we, ride of Blywalker. And as we yeah. move on, then, but the, in that interview with Entertainment Weekly, interesting enough and quite refreshingly, JJ Abrams did say. You know, endings f- terrify me. You know he's f- he's terrified of endings because they are so definitive. You know that is it now. JJ is famous for starting stories off, but he passing it over for somebody else to finish. So it's quite refreshing to hear him kind of say, you know, I took all my fears and all my anxieties in this as well. So he didn't just go and just say, yeah, I got this from day one. I knew what I was doing, spot on, Bosch. You know he's kind of gone in there th- realizing how big this is and knowing that you know, yeah, how, that fear how important it drove is, yeah. him on, yeah. Yeah, that's and that's a good thing. Yeah, that's a good it is. Thing. So, um, I, I I see a drinking hole over there. You thirsty, mate? Mate, let's bowl it over, and let me just open that door yeah. and let's get a few bevies, mate. I'll have a hoff goblin, please. <laughs> Beer pun. That, Beer I, pun. Am I right? I, Am I right? We can have these every oh. week now. A hoff goblin. Made famous by the hobgoblin over here. I can't. I you can't. Know. I can't. That's. I'll have a. That's no blue moon. I'll have one of those, please. Oh, you naughty boy! <laughs> I couldn't beat hobgoblin. Uh, thank you, barman. So we're here in a bantina with you guys. What do the best listeners in the galaxy think? JJ was going to answer from his mystery box. So here's a cheeky little selection of what you guys said about the question that we've just been speaking about. Yes, absolutely. And up first, we have legend, regular listener. Ant shot first, who wisely added, what about the droid attack on the Wookiees? And that's it, people. We can go home. 
Show's ended. Nothing <laughs> else king. to listen to here. <laughs> no, I'm only joking. Can you imagine anyway, if I mentioned uh, that? Yeah. Oh mate, uh, that would be the whole the whole cinema would go mental, wouldn't it? Um, up next, the Sleeping Giant podcast said the truth of Shmi Skywalker's apparent parthenogenesis means phantom parthenogenesis. pregnancy, basically. Yeah, parthenogenesis. Yes. Right. Excellent. Nice one. So yeah, they might mean. <laughs> Enough said. Yeah, we got we got it out there in the end. I mean, I'd like to hear Shmi 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 Walker. I'd like to hear Shmi Skull could be mentioned or Padme, but I'm not going to hold my hopes out. Um, Ro from Scarif Scuttlebug podcast, friend of the show, said, "Where does Ray come from? Who are these Knights of Ren? Why didn't anyone answer Leia's call at the uh, end of the Last Jedi? Why was the Falcon just sitting there? Is Anakin still the chosen one? Snoke, do porks taste like chicken?" Uh, and KT one two zero also asked. How many porks will Chewie eat this time round? You sadists. Leave the porkers alone. And Emily Memesley added, where did the fourth First Order come from? Want more details on Luke's Jedi Academy? Good point. And who is Ray? Good points there, guys. Absolutely. And thank you for sending them in. Up next, Robbie Rowe. Robbie Rowe. One of them. Robbie Rowe. Um, I'm lasted for. some... Yeah, I'm going to go for Roe. Robbie Rowe. What what name? Sounds like a jazz singer. <laughs> Sounds like a sexy jazz singer. <laughs> Robbie Rowe. He. Um, anyway, anyway, uh, he, 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 he said, why is Ray so powerful? Does Finn have any regret killing former allies of the First Order? <laughs> what challenge does Kylo actually pose to Ray? What are the Knights of Ren like? How does the rest of the First Order feel about Kylo being Supreme Leader? Did Luke blame himself for Han's death? And those those are all some interesting points. And I think all of those might be addressed in The Rise of Skywalker. I'm not sure about the Finn one, though. I don't, I don't, yeah, anyway. Mm -hmm. um, up next, legend Isaac Pevy said, um, I'm remaining cautious on this. He is, and, and being JJ, uh, the king of Mystery Box after all, and previous projects have often left lots of questions. Good shout, Isaac. Yeah, there's, there's always that as well. There's always that idea that there may still be an awful lot of questions unanswered. So I guess we've got to be open about that. I mean, I like that one that Robbie said as well. What challenges Carlo actually posed to Ray? Because we all think Ray's just going to just going to swan in and win. So what can Carlo actually do? You know, in this mm. film, to actually. But again, good good question for another time. Good answer, uh, Dave Dunn from Star Wars: The Black Series. What a ledge this dude is. He uh, he said, "Here you go, nice one." Where did Maz get the saber? Yes, are the Knights of Ren fallen Jedi? Who's the broom wielding force sensitive kid? What were Snoke's origins? What else did Luke learn about the Force? Is it Jar Jar pulling the strings behind all of this? So many questions. They have to absolutely smash this one. And I've got a good feeling about this. Uh, thanks to you guys for bringing the weekly dose of hype from a fellow Essex lad. Uh, local boy, huh? Thank you for the kind words there, Dave. There's some great questions there as well, mate. Yes. And Sacred yes, Something by Kara, the queen of the fanzine, simply said, I just want to know more about Kylo Ren. Yeah, classic. Everyone wants to know more about our boy Kylo. Ben Swolo. Um and and our Dave, our Dave boy, our Essex boy. You know, yeah, Jar Jar <laughs> is the key is the key to all of this. George after said all. it. Yeah, there we go. It's so, boy um, coming yeah, back, thank yeah. you so. Thank, thanks for sending those messages and cheeky comments in, people. We just have one more cheeky little 
Is that voicemail coming in all the way from Wales? I hear transmission being received. Into plans intercepted. Here we go. Bring it on, mate. Bring it on. Hey, Star Wars Sessioners. It's Luke here. What questions will JJ answer? Well, since 2015, he's left us with a good few questions that Ryan didn't answer. Who is Ray, and why did the lightsaber call to her? He will definitely answer this. Ray seems to be Kylo's opposite, his yin and yang. She fights like him, learns from him, like a total balance. Another one is, who the hell was Snoke? This might be briefly answered via Mr. Palpatine. Also, Vader's mask talking to Kylo. Yes, this is going to be glossed over or could be the key to Palpatine's return. I think JJ will answer most things, but also leave us with questions for the future. Thanks for the weekly entertainment, you spicy sods. Luke at Snick87 over and out. Oh, Yoda! You seek Yoda! What a voice. What a voice. What a king. What a legend. The king of roles there, people. Luke Summerfield. Um, you know, on the reg, on the reg, me and my colleagues quote, we all know, we all know Palpatine loves a good cloning <laughs> session. Hey, dudes. Like, what a king! What, like, we do that regularly just because our boy Luke <laughs> Summerfield just brings... He just brings the spice. The guy is like 10 out of 10 spice. Spice from the valleys, mate. Um, so there we go. Right. So so who is who is around? Why did the Sabre call to her? That's a good point. Um, yeah. And I I think that the sequel trilogy might turn out to be bigger than the characters themselves. Mm-hmm. Good point. I go think... On. I really think the Force is going to play a bigger role in The Rise of Skywalker than we realise. And the whole like... Saber calling to Ray. Like, I don't know if it's the Saber doing that. Mm-hmm. The Saber itself is not doing that. It's the Force. The Force is taking her to that. And it uses the Force by, through crazy, mysterious ways, is using these things um, to trigger memories, to trigger visions, mm-hmm. right? It's not the lightsaber that did the vision. It was the Force. It's called a Force vision, right? So I think, I think the Force is going to play a bigger role. Just like with the Force Skype, right, between Kylo and Ryan. I'm, oh, look, Luke's back on that again. Um, <laughs> no, it's a good point, though. It's, it's the prevalent Force, in the it? whole the story. Force. Yeah, and I think I think the Force is going to play a bigger role in Episode Nine than any of the, the other films. And if, uh, in regards to everything else, yeah, I want to know who Snoke is. I think he's something to do with Palpatine. And, um, yeah, Vader's mask, that's a funny one because we've not really... We're not. We're not really like. We don't really know much about that one, do we, mate? Was it Vader talking to Kylo? Was it Palpatine talking to uh, Communion? Was it Snoke? You know, were they all kind of pertaining to be Anakin Skywalker? When really it was just them chuckling away behind their dark veil. That's what I mean. We could, it could have been Anakin Skywalker whose spirit is kind of latched onto that helmet, and it could have been the Anakin Skywalker, which would then play into what we've said about could it just be a voice? We could just hear Hayden Christensen's voice. Seemingly coming through the mask, or whatever. But that's Kylo. Kylo's spoken to that mask. You know, he says, "Tell me again, grandfather, and I'll finish what you started." What did Vader start? What's Kylo got to finish? Hell, it's another loose end to tie up. But yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a good point. What was what's what, what's the deal with Vader's mask? You know, just having a little chin wag with with Ren. Mm. It's interesting. 
And again, what what if that is the balance? What if that's like the the I've I've really got a thing with balance this week. <laughs> um, what if the what if that is the parallel to Ray? What if that is literally like the opposite to Ray? Right, the, the the Vader's mask is speaking to Kylo. Mm-hmm. Luke's and or Anakin's saber is speaking to Ray. Why is that? Why why are they being brought together to to this? And it reminds me again. You know that art book, the art of the rise of Skywalker, that's coming out, and it's like Ray on the top half, yeah, 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 Kylo on the bottom half, and you know it's the whole like fifty fifty, you know, two sides of the coin balance thing. Yeah, like, and you've said it, just like Luke Skywalker. I don't know. I keep thinking about it, Matt, and it, it to me, it just kind of like it feels cohesive. It feels right. It does. So, Vader's mask like represents the dark side of Anakin. His lightsaber kind of represents when he was on the light side. The light side of Anakin calls to Rey, if you will, and the dark side, well, the dark side element, the mask is talking to Kylo. And I'm not saying that we've got like a dual. Force ghost of that, that wicked concept art for the Force Awakens of Darth Vader switching between Hayden and you know Rope Cyber 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 Darth. It looked brilliant, but it wouldn't work, I think. But yeah, so that is a big question. We know that Vader's mask is back. We've seen it. We know it's back. And also in the uh, months ago when we spoke about the um, the shareholders seeing some footage, Vader's mask was in that. You know, it was in a big white room, and Vader's mask and Kylo was there looking at it. So we know it plays some part. He's, he's retrieved it and brought it with him. So why? Why, he? What's going on there, Ren? Mm. It's, a, it's so many things. And this is it's, an exciting it's thing to think. So, do you know what? And, that, and that's the thing. Like, I'm sitting here and I'm processing that. I've got that in my head and I'm, and I'm, and I'm going along with it. And I'm like, yeah, it's so interesting. And that is how interesting Episode Nine can be. The fact that we're thinking about all this stuff is like, it, I think it says a lot about the potential for, for the next chapter of, of this saga. Yeah, I do. That does. And, yeah, and, that's... and the way Luke ends it, though, is also bringing a bit of realism to it as well. You know, he's going to answer most things, but he's going to leave some things hanging. I mean, there's a chance that yeah, a lot of true. what we've said isn't going to be answered. Maybe we're, maybe we're just, you know, putting, you know, all these dreams and wishes of stuff that we want to be answered. And then, and, if, and then, I mean, I know we are, we're real enough to know that if they aren't all answered, we're not going to say the film's rubbish or hate JJ. It's his 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 story to tell, as uh, a rural farm boy would say. You know, we're just going along for the ride. But I, uh, it's uh, there is that very massive possibility that they can't answer everything, and some things are going to be left hanging just for future stories as well. So, but that was a, uh, and again, thank you for the weekly Yoda impression. Keep them up, um, Luke, as well. But no, there's some great points. And again, the Vader one, we didn't even talk about that. That's a big point to think about. Mm, it is a massive I point, I can hear mate. the yeah, in your mind you going. As, yeah, and dude, I, I, honestly, episode nine is going to be absolute filth, I'm telling you. Um, no, thank you so much for sending that in, you lad, you legend, King of Wales, loyal patron. Luke Summerfield. Uh, check out his Instagram at snicked87. He does amazing toy and Lego photography mm, on Instagram. Honestly, his work is incredible, guys. Go check him out at snicked87. Absolute king. Um, but up next, we've got some patron questions. Um, and first up, first up, we got familiar name, Sean Hudson. That's right, Matt's big brother? Heard of him. Yeah, big brother. He's a couple of years older than I am. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Um, he says, all right, lads, 
spice-tastic, naughty, filth classic, Sean. Um, so my question is, can we have the first annual Star Wars Sessions Con in Florida at Galaxy's <laughs> Edge? He goes on to say, okay, that was a joke, kind of. Seriously. Um, yes. Let's, Let's do it. flipping do it. Yeah, when we are earning bank, when we are earning bank, it's going to happen. Trust me. Batu calling. Um, absolutely um right so then sean goes on to say what is your favorite game mode on battlefront 2 um so for me at the moment i i i cannot get past what is it called flipping gal is it's galactic conquest uh capital supremacy or galactic assault capital supremacy thank you so much that's the one galactic conquest Galactic Congress <laughs> from the flipping old Battlefront. I'm thinking that, mate. I'm thinking that's, <laughs> it, it sounds familiar, but it ain't Galactic right. It's good, but it's not right. Luke's back in 2005. We're talking about time travel. <laughs> love a bit Galactic Conquest, mate. Well. What an absolute muppet. Back in yeah, 2019. No, it's been a long day. It's, it's been a long day, all right? It's been a long day. Um, yeah, no, Capital Supremacy on Felucia at the moment oh my oh my days that is fun (laughs) that is so fun playing as the Republic Commando as well god that guy is awesome so uh, I love I love Capital Supremacy but I also like Ewok Hunt so Ewok Hunt is good when I'm when I'm like more for for a quick cheeky naughty game you Matt Uh, until recently I would have said Galactic Assault Um, not Galactic Conquest Galactic Assault because I'm basic (laughs) and now However, I've, I've been really digging the co-op mode because at times it's oh, just yes. utter carnage and I love it. You basically, for those who don't know, you basically team up with three other players online and you fight against the AI. But the AI, AI aren't just, you know, fodder. They actually fight back this time. And you no, progress. Really good. They are good. And you progress through stages of a map. It's awesome. Yep. I love it. I'd love to hear what some of you guys think as well. But co-op mode is what I'm loving at the minute. And um, to answer the second part of your question... I do not. Uh, I haven't played any of the other geek games from the Games Workshop or anything like that. I've never actually dilly dallied into that. But I know you you play other kind of games as well, don't you, mate? Oh, we've not we've not we've not gone to that bit yet, have we? Uh, no, I've <laughs> just seen no. it. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Listeners are gonna be like, what? I've just seen it. I was just like, <laughs> what? I just like, heard the other part there. <laughs> Did you want to cut that out, or should we keep keep it in for the bands? Should we keep it in? We'll keep it in. We'll keep it in. We'll keep just it in. For, our, our listeners know we're not perfect. They know we're not perfect. Yeah, just a couple of um, it's, all the, it's, it's all the excitement because we know we're getting an episode nine trailer. Just everything so, we just spoke like, about has hours. fried my circuits, basically. So. Uh, mate, it, I'm telling you, it has. Like We care about this stuff. Like We deeply care we'll about this stuff. Time. So then Sean, Sean goes on to say, do you <laughs> prefer foot troopers or flying missions? For me, easily oh, yeah. foot troopers. I am not bothered about flying missions at all. I think it's sometimes a bit boring. Maybe it's because I suck at them, but you, Matt? You took the words out of my mouth. Foot missions, yep. But I do like Starfighter um, challenges because I love like flying around and doing loop-the-loops, but I suck badly. I get hammered at those games. But I really, I love the how fast they are and how like manic they get. But yeah, I love the, I love the Foot Soldier games, mate. Yeah, yeah, uh, I'm in complete agreement there, man. And then finally, <laughs> we get this amazing question we've Another never one. even heard or read before. Sean goes on to say, and other than video games, have you played any of the geek games That's from places like Games Workshop? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, wow. Um, 
other brands of Geek Shop available, of course. And he says, as for the record, I myself uh, class myself as a geek. Thank you so much for sending that in, Sean. Matt, why don't you answer that question like you've never answered it before, mate? What did, Go I, on, say just, shoot. What did I say just now? Um, <laughs> no, I don't. I've, I've, um, I haven't. I did try to... No, in terms of games, uh, no, I haven't. No, not that I don't want to, but uh, for me, it's always been time and space and money as well because I mean, it's, it's I'm the kind of guy who once I get into something I get into it so if I start buying a few models suddenly within a week my entire front room will just be like dioramas of compl- like, complete battlefield so I'm, I'm really bad at, at, at disciplining myself but I, I haven't no but, um, not because I don't want to but um, I, people who I know people who do my, my dad he doesn't do games workshop he does models and that and they're brilliant and my brother-in-law does uh, things like this as well and does such a great job of them but what about you, mate? Because I know you, I know you branched out a bit. Yeah, man, I love geek culture, Sean. I love playing a bit of PlayStation and stuff. But honestly, I love tabletop games. Mm-hmm. And actually, before um, before the podcast and before this year, I was well into the Pokemon trading card game. That's it. That's <laughs> I said, the oh, Sun and Moon is that it? Or? Uh, I mean, that's like so. So that's like the an, an expansion of pokemon like that like each pokemon phase i think has like sun and moon so you have like pokemon like red and green and stuff Mm. and but yeah sun and moon is slightly expansion but listen i am not like a pokemon fanboy right i am not into i don't like watch the animes and stuff and like i don't know all the pokemons like i i just thoroughly enjoyed the game and the mechanics Mm -hmm. of the game like honestly the card game people is actually incredible. It's like chess on steroids. Um, nice. I've always been, I've always been like interested in like, kind of like strategic games. So I really like those. But yeah, I, I, I was playing that like, like borderline competitively for a little bit in 2018 last year. Um, but I've slowed down on that now because you know I spend more time on this bad boy Ooh. on Star Wars sessions, what don't I? I? Um, but that's how that's how the cookie crumbles, isn't it? Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I love, I do love that. And me and my missus actually occasionally play like a casual game with each other. Mm-hmm. We love card games. Um, I love Star Wars role playing games too, like like Dungeons and Dragons, but Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, I love, yeah, I love board games like Risk as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like board um, games. We stuff try, like that, yeah. I, I love Risk, so like conquering the world and stuff is always fun. Uh, and yeah, so on and so forth. Yeah, that's that's like I, I'm really into like geeky games and stuff. I, I generally have an interest in all that sort of thing, and if I had all the time in the world and all the money in the world, I would be well into all that sort of crap. So yeah, I am on board with all that, Sean. Oh buddy, old pal. Yeah, if I had all the money in the world, I'd be you know I'd be I'd be geeking it out like there's no tomorrow. Um, yeah, there's lots of things I'd like to do, but yeah, it's, it's like you say, it's just a case of time, space, money. Um, but I, I, I enjoy games. I enjoy board games. I like Top Trump sometimes. Uno. I get addicted to Uno. Uh, who doesn't like a game Monopoly? But um, yeah, and Cluedo and Scrabble. So I like yeah, I like all those kind of things. But um, I don't get as many games at a minute. At the minute, it's more kind of like Peppa Pig games and things like that for me at the minute. And I'm finding an, an awful lot about the law, classic, the law and history of Peppa Pig. So, um, but now I Peppa Pig expanded universe. That's it. Yeah, the expanded canon where where Daddy Pig was a punk and a rebel. That's right. Um, yeah. I, so yeah I, yeah, I like geek culture. I love geek culture. I love nothing more than like say like going to somewhere like Forbidden Planet or those kind of shops and just 
looking around and just reveling in all these just wicked things the models the books the games the pops the collectibles just everything so i love the culture but in terms of games no i haven't really but um the people who do uh, I, I take my hat off because some of the things you see some of the work and hours and dedication people put into these and the scale and scope are out of this world so anyone who does do that same for things like toy photography i, I have full respect because it's an art form and it's brilliant to see yeah yeah it I love geek culture and I love watching geek culture videos and vlogs and stuff mm-hmm. too. Like my brother watches the game chasers on YouTube and they're, they're good fun. They like go around toy hunting and like old, um, game like hunting, like on games on like Sega Mega Drive and Nintendo and that they go like crazy for that sort of stuff. But I'm, I'm into all that sort of, uh, that, that sort of subculture, if you will. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, there you go. So, uh, on your brother, did, did, it, did, it, did the game start as well? They're called today. Listen to kind of like obscure Icelandic death metal at all, or what today? Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, good. He, you know what he's like. You know what he's like. He's just Sir Cabbage, isn't he? He's just <laughs> he, he, does, he, he does what he, he wants. His life, his life is cabbages, um, Swedish death metal, and um, McDonald's, Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, and McDonald's, mm. and McDonald's on Friday night special. On a Friday night. <laughs> And we also got another Patreon, the King. Again, I say it all the time. But if you want a man to turn up in an R2-D2 suit and knock his socks off, Paul Buckle is your man. He said, yeah. OK, so myself and the middle son sat and watched E.T. yesterday. He'd never seen it. As a seven-year-old, scared the crap out of me. Anyway, he mentioned that it looks like E.T. had Jedi powers and wondered if the other E.T.'s knew. I joke that he's in the next movie. So finally to my question, do you think he's a Jedi slash Padawan? And would you like to see Ray use some of the powers he's got? Uh, after all, Ray and Kylo Ren already do the mind link thing he did with Elliot. Do you know what? Pell, Paul, Luke, listeners, legends. All of E.T.'s powers are in line with that of a Jedi. Telekinesis, posh word for the Force. Mind link, Force Skype. Now the healing thing. You might be thinking... Jedi's don't heal each other. Jedi, sorry. Didn't in our new hope, didn't Obi Wan, you know, do that to Luke after he was roughed up by the Tuscan Raiders? Didn't he touch his forehead and suddenly, you know, the farm boy just woke up startled? Did he mm. did Obi Wan heal him? Plus a collection of ETs or Asogians. They were in the Senate, in the Phantom Menace, so why not? Maybe Anakin was really Elliot Skywalker. Um, yeah, so um, I'd love the idea of Elliot uh, Elliot. I love the idea of E.T. being a secret Jedi who'd come from a, come from the galaxy far, far away to infiltrate the Earth. And that's why the government were after him, because they knew the powers he possessed. But, mate, E.T.'s powers are the same as that of a Jedi. So, you know, just saying, have you ever seen E.T. in a Jedi in yeah. the same room? Actually, yes, that's in true. the Senate. But the powers are the same. Yeah, and it, like, as far as I'm concerned, E.T. is pretty much part of um, Star Wars universe. Mate, you Snoke. Pretty much. Yeah. E.T. is Snoke. Confirmed. E.T.'s Palpatine. <laughs> E.T. E- 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 everything you want him to be. Palp E.T. He's everything. Yeah, E.T. is is basically the top of the tower. He's a and we're just, cl- we're, we're, we're just on like the second floor at the moment. So <laughs> We've got it all the way up. Then Elliot's there up there go. with him as well. But uh, Paul, tell your yeah. son, yes, E.T. is definitively a Jedi. And he will bring down the first. He is a spark that will light the fire that will bring the first order down. That is what we're saying. Yes, it's official. Absolutely. Oh man. Absolutely. And 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 talking of Patreons, 
we are doing an extra special spicy naughty giveaway yeah. for our amazing supporters we're going to be giving away two awesome prizes okay we are going to be giving away are we going to tell people what we're giving away i think we should, should do, we yeah. tell let's do it let's do it now we're going to be giving away a pop vinyl and a star wars sessions mug to have a cheeky cup of tea with uh, while, while, while you listen to star wars sessions imagine listening to star wars sessions right and taking a drink at your own star wars sessions mug you would be like the envy of the office People will be looking sessions. at you like, who, people will be looking over at you, be like, who is that pimp daddy and what <laughs> is he drinking who from? Who is that Mac I daddy over there, grandmaster? And, yeah, and you'll be like, oh, I listen to this like amazing podcast called Star Wars Sessions, and they'll be like, oh wow, that's amazing. And everybody will be and hanging off have, him, yeah. Yeah, and then you got a pop uh-huh. vinyl there as well, and they'll be like, oh yeah, won this bad boy as well. Um, but the pop vinyls are new pop vinyls, aren't they? They man? are. The Rise of Skywalker. We've got Kylo Ren, complete with cracked red helmet, and that bad boy-looking Sith Jet Trooper as well. So two new vinyl pops, sorry. So two new pops and a mug. Uh, Master Blywalker, yep. how, can they, how can they get their hands on these? Right, okay, so we're going to be giving away these these two prizes. So we're giving away two pops and two mugs, um, but together. So you'd if you win, your prize is a pop and a mug. Um, I hope I made that clear. I've probably overcomplicated it. Anyway, <laughs> sign up, people. Sign up by the 31st of October and become a patron. It's only $2 a month, right? You, you can go get, like, a coffee from a popular coffee franchise, like for mm-hmm. double that yeah. do you know what i mean it's 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 nothing really sign up from as little as two dollars a month and you could win yourself one of these prizes we're going to give away two okay so that includes already all of our patrons are already signed up and stuff they're already automatically entered in to win one of these prizes um but yeah we're going to be doing regular giveaways anyway we we said that from the start and we're going to be giving away stuff it's going to be absolute bans um, so, yeah, if you want to join, right, go to www.patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions for more details. Yep, and the giveaway, all giveaways we do, every single one, they are available for all tiers. So it's not just the higher echelons or anything. Every single tier it gets a chance to win. So sign up by the 31st of October. The winners are going to be announced uh, on the November the 6th show. And like we say, there's two winners each winner receives a pop and a mug. I'm telling yeah. you now, the mugs actually do look pretty sweet. I'm not just saying that. Yeah, they're, they're, they, they look sick. I haven't even not, ordered not, myself even. one. So, yeah. Sign up by the 31st. November the 6th, we're going to have two randomly generated winners. We'll announce them on the show. We'll take your details from there on. But no, yeah. Sweet little giveaway. And if you want any more information, just send us a little DM on Instagram or Twitter and we'll give you all the info you need. And speaking of, uh, speaking of our wicked fans... This is just a heads up to say that we are going to be at MCM Comic Con London this Friday from the time this episode drops on so the 25th of October and on Saturday the 26th. So do come and say hello to us. We'll be there in all our Star Wars sessions uh, gear so you'll recognise us. We also have our faces so you'll know, know us. And we'll be walking around, we'll be, talk, we'll, be, we'll be podding, we'll be doing segments on the floor, we'll be doing interviews, we'll be taking wild pictures, wacky videos. If you see us, come say hello. Have you seen the, um, just on like a little side hustle note, right? Have you seen on the Friday they've announced a new panel? Like just this weekend gone, 
um, for that C program that's going to be on Apple TV yes. with Jason Momoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jason Momoa is going to be It'll there. Be so we let's try and let, let's go get in that panel. Ask Jason Momoa like what his favourite prequel meme is or something. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. If he knows what a Ronto yeah. rap is. Yeah, yeah. See, it's, we'll yeah. test his geekdom. Yeah, we'll be there. So come, yeah. f- don't burn me scared because we won't be. Come say hello to us, get yourself on the show, or just hang out and have a chat. And if we happen to be near a bar, we may even have a drink with you as well. But yeah, Comic Con this week. Let us know if you're going to be there. We'd love to see you guys. Yeah, and talking of Comic Con, on the Saturday there is actually going to be a Star Wars Hasbro panel. Right, Hasbro are going to be there. People from Hasbro who have worked on the Star Wars lines are going to be there and they are doing a panel. They're doing a Q&A, right? We're going to be able to ask these guys some questions, okay? Matt and I are not the biggest of collectors, okay? But we're going to be going and we're going to be asking questions. But you guys, you listeners, you collectors out there that listen to the show, if you have any questions, questions about Triple Force Friday, why it was NAP in the UK, or about what's going to be coming out, about past products, Send them to us and we can ask them for you, right? It doesn't get much better than that. So get in contact with us. Listen to the details at the end of the show for where to find us like on Instagram and Twitter and our email address and everything, okay? But get in contact and we will contact them and we'll we'll come back um, with like some some um, details like on a show probably because we're going to be covering the event anyway. So there we go. There we go. As part of the coverage, we'll be dropping a couple of episodes later on in the evening. We'll be we'll be over the socials with pictures and that, but there'll be some episodes or some kind of recap shows, if you will, of what we've been up to and what we've seen. We'll drop we'll drop those uh, those those same same evenings. And yeah, as Luke said, let us know because um, some of the global brand team of Hasbro are going to be speaking to us directly after the panel. So we're going to be speaking to them directly one on one. So whatever you want to ask, let us know. We'll ask them. You know, keep it keep it on on brand if you can. So, yeah, that would be wicked. But on that, thank you, everybody, who's joined in for the Bantina this week. All the brilliant responses we had. So thank you so much. We couldn't get around to all of the all of the JJ Saga responses. But if you want to read them, guys, they're on our socials. So thank you so much for that. So I'm going to... So let's leave the Bantina now. Let's hear from our man. It's the man with the golden tongue, shall we? Let's do it, mate. Making a Monster. His mom, dad, and uncle are hallowed, a young man who's always o'ershadowed. He's looking for more, and Snoke opens a door, now grandfather's legacy borrowed. Find me on Twitter at Star Wars Poet, on Instagram and Facebook at Star Wars Poetry, always Star Wars, always poetry, always original work posting daily Curtis Smith once again you know he's a man who can actually unscramble eggs there's nothing that man can't do (laughs) (laughs) always always Curtis always a naughty little legend and that one was for you Kylo Ren fans Curtis you're a king hey this is Vanessa Marshall the voice of Harrison Dula from Star Wars Rebels and you're listening to Star Wars Sessions probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast right okay <laughs> so this week this week this week's game is it's everyone's favorite time of, of, of the show it's the game everyone loves the game right yep everyone loves the game it's i'm looking around game. like we've got an imaginary audience right the game this week is set in a parallel star wars universe <laughs> matt okay yeah, and i and i, I want to i want to take you back to 
Star Wars Episode 2 Attack of the Clones, okay? And you are a young Anakin Skywalker, okay? Okay, okay right. Okay, okay. Teenage so Anakin. So at the beginning of... Um, that's it. So at the beginning of Attack of the Clones, we go down to a bar, don't we? We find ourselves in a bar, okay? Yep, in Coruscant. Yeah, okay. So remember, this is on a like a parallel universe. This is different, okay? <laughs> so Obi-Wan goes away for a drink, okay? Yep. And um, But Obi-Wan basically gets spiked by Death Stick Guy, <laughs> and Obi-Wan... Obi-Wan is back out in the um, street, passed out, Smack and he's just down. like behind a bin. <laughs> yeah. He's he's in one of the uh, he's in one of the red telephone boxes, just like having a nap. All yeah, right, yeah. he's and, gone. He's um, on a because they're not because people don't use them for anything else, do they? People win them or sleep in them. That's what they're used for. People to pass in, out in. in. Yeah, and Instagram models too. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, anyway, so you're Anakin Skywalker, okay? okay? You're going to be role-playing as Anakin Skywalker tonight, okay? Okay. And it okay. turns out, it turns out, right, Anakin, a few years before, has had someone, an, an acquaintance who he's fell out with, okay? And this acquaintance is super weird, and <laughs> they are a little, they don't like you. They don't like you. Good. Okay? Good start. And they don't like you so much that they're going to come over, okay? And we're going to keep doing this until you get it right. <laughs> this, this is a game I like to call avoiding getting a drink over your head. Okay. <laughs> so are you right. ready to role play? You're Anakin and you're at the bar. You've tried to look for, uh, is it Zam? Zam, Zam Wesley. Wesley. So, so I'm looking cool at yeah, the bar as ever. Yeah, and you've given up on that. Yeah, Obi-Wan's gone. Anakin's given. Anakin's gone. Do you know what? Like, I, look, I'm just failing at being this chosen one <laughs> kid. Like, I'm... Give get get me a Hoth Goblin ASAP, okay? <laughs> and then you spot this geezer who's like your nemesis walking <laughs> over, and he's got a drink in his hand, okay? And he's gonna come over, all right? And role playing is gonna begin now, okay? Okay. All right, Anakin. Hey, haven't seen you for a while. What have you been doing? Jedi business. Go back to your drink. Who who, who are you out with? A guy, he's in the, he's, he's he's passed out in the bin. I'm here by myself, just mate, just 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 by myself, checking the scene. No, 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 no need to be sarcastic. No, no, this is what I'm checking the scene, man. You, back off, you, back off. Who do you think you're talking to? Right, <laughs> 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 so, so the hand is now going want, towards the lightsaber. It's, it's do you want a drink over it? No. Do you want a drink over it? Do you want a lightsaber Bang. through your chest? <laughs> Drink, drink is over your head. Oh. You've failed, right? right? Okay, okay. Right, we're gonna redo it though. We're gonna redo it. Okay, ready? Right, okay. Right. So, so he comes over again. You are Anakin. Hello, mate. How you doing? Yeah, not bad. Who are you out with? Uh, I'm out. I'm, I'm by myself, mate. It's all I'm with. Just by myself. Well, you're lying because I saw you come in with someone who I don't know. I helped him in. That's so easy. to a guy who looked like he'd been on the old death sticks. If you know what I mean. Why lying to me? Why well, lying to me? Calm down. There's no need to be angry. Right. <laughs> Bang. <laughs> Bang. Thwack. Right. Drink, drink over your head. Right, okay, let's go again. Let's go I again. I know my next move. Okay, all right, okay. <clears throat> he walks over to you. Yep. All right, Anakin, how you doing? I've just sliced his head off of a lightsaber. <laughs> yeah, that, all right, okay. Pull that drink <laughs> over my head now, mate. <laughs> so he's just... 
hang on, Anakin's literally, there's this guy who's just come over and said, hello, Anakin. <laughs> He's unhinged, isn't he? his head off. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if uh, if a dungeon master would allow that one. Okay, I don't know. Okay, uh, we'll rewind then. Okay. I think I'll, I'll, no, 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 I'll let you have that one. Well, let's do a fourth one just for bands. Okay, right. Ready? Yeah. Okay, so he walks over. He's got his pint in his... All right, Anakin, how you doing? Hello there. Very good. How about, haven't seen you in a long time, mate. Yeah, all right. Who did you come here with? Oh, I came in with Obi-Wan Kenobes. Have you seen him around anyway? Who's that? Oh, he's my buddy. He's a, he's, a, he's a Jedi, but he's just hanging around outside. I wonder if you'd seen him. He didn't look like a buddy. No, he's uh, he's having a bit of problems at the minute, you know, Jedi business, but I'm trying to find out if he's okay, mate. What do you mean, Jedi business? What's that? You didn't ever tell me you were a Jedi. I never knew I was. You know, apparently I'm the chosen one, they call me. Hey, that's stupid. What do you mean you never knew you was? What, you, what kind of stupid thing's that? Well, you know, you have to... A Jedi... The Jedi Are you cra- mocking me? Mate, I think you need to calm down. Are you down. mocking me? Look, let me buy you a drink first. <laughs> calm down. Do you want a drink over your head? I'll buy you Bye. one. <laughs> <laughs> Lightsaber ignites. <laughs> well, then he kills me. All right, I think we've done that game to death. What's yeah, the I, I'd say you... I would have killed him. Huh? As Anakin, I would have killed him. You, you've passed. Yes, you've passed. And that's this week's game. Yeah. So, what was the answer? Just carry on. Did we liked it? (laughs) There was no answer. (laughs) It was just. It was just. um, Just To laugh. (laughs) Let's see. Let's. Yeah. Let's just see what how Matt would react to this. Uh, I drink over the head. Do you want to drink over the head? (laughs) Like. It's great. He's a force to obviously repel that drink if needs be, but oh, I'd have sliced his arm off beforehand. But okay, you can't, I can't give away my chosen one status too soon, <laughs> despite bragging that I was the chosen one. And here's the question Was it a night in Coruscant or was it just another night in some random bar in London? <laughs> we don't know. Was it Baz Vegas on a Friday we... night? That's it. That's it, mate. That's it. I mean, people probably call themselves the chosen one in uh, in Baz Vegas probably most nights. Or somebody's strung out on death sticks, I imagine. But good old Bazelon. Can't beat yeah. him. Uh, but Obi-Wan, next time I wouldn't mind if you'd give me a bit of help, please. I'm still a Padawan. Yeah. Yeah, he is the only hope after all. So, you know. No hope after that, to be honest. <laughs> but... Um... Well, That's it. Did uh, you like the game, Matt? Was it a good one? I Was like, it a spicy one? I've, I've suddenly decided I quite enjoy role-playing in that sense. It's quite fun. Yeah, it's good fun, isn't it? Good fun. Drink over the head. There we go. Done. Would you have killed him like I did, guys, out there? Or would you have tried to be civil? Let us know, because I think I would have happily... If I didn't like him, my first, as Anakin, the first thing I would have done was probably killed him. As Anakin Skywalker, he did kill uh, the men, but not just the men, but the women and Younglings. children too. And the younglings. Yeah, like a day a day later, he was killing like little sand people younglings, wasn't he? he miniature was, young, miniature sand people. He cut their heads off as well, so it's in character. Yeah, sand midgets. <laughs> <laughs> he was killing sand midgets. They, are, they they'd had there too many. Go. They'd all gone to their head. Well, guys, yep. we are now reveling in a world with a Rise of Skywalker trailer, though this episode was recorded before. So if you've seen it, we hope you enjoy it. If you didn't like it, that's a shame, but I'm sure we're going to. But until we see that trailer in a mere few hours, that is that for this episode of Star Wars Sessions. But the fun doesn't end there. It never ends. No one's ever really gone. In this alternate universe, where can the world find us, Master Blywalker? They can find us on Twitter at Star Wars Session with no S at the end. That's at Star Wars Session on Twitter. Uh, they can slide into our galactic DMs on Instagram at Star Wars Sessions with an S on the end. 
That is at Star Wars Sessions on Instagram. Or feel free to drop us a voice note or message to our email address, sws at whatawatchtonight.co.uk. And don't forget, guys, to send any of your Hasbro uh, Star Wars panel questions to one of those places. Okay? Cool. So if you also want to support the show further, check out our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. Yes, check out the Patreon. If you want to join in that giveaway, and we'll be putting out a social post as soon as this show goes out, pretty much. But until then, we're on Anchor FM, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, everywhere in the galaxy. You can find the podcast, you're going to find us there. And if you love the show or even just like it, Please do give us a good review on your podcast provider of choice because it really helps the show out more than you know. And we love hearing from every one of you guys. Absolutely. And please tell all your Star Wars friends about us. Tell your mum, tell your dad, tell your mates, tell your cats, tell your Ewok, tell the Gizu friends, put a drink over your head. Tell your cousin, the more, the merrier, the spicier. Cut his head off with a saber as well. Um, Until you beat somebody up in a bar with a lightsaber, we don't condone that. This is the podcast you're looking for. So until next time from me, it's Sia and from Luke. May the force be with you, always. Do you want a drink over your head? Essex-based podcast heroes... Do you want a drink, Happy Red? Tell that to Kanja Club. <laughs>